listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you live from Tasmania right across Australia. Each weekday at 9am you can hear what the Bible says about past, current and future events. You can learn how to study the Bible more effectively. You can get to know who God is, why we're here and where we're going. And you can experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host Jason Cook and today we've got David Cherry joining us again in the studio. Welcome back to the studio David. Yeah, thank you, Jason. It's great to be here, and thanks for having me. It's good to have you here again. Uh, last time you filled in for David Leo, who was away, and again you're filling in for David Leo, who's away up in the north of the state at the moment, or the northeast of the state, and uh, it's great to have you back here. I remember last time you shared some of your passion of uh, playing cricket in your earlier life. I can't remember what the title of the, your program was, but... Uh, um, it was good to get to know you a little bit, and it's good to have you back here um, today. What's been happening in your life, David? Um, I've, a lot of the good stuff's been happening. Good. I've had a lot of time recently to to spend at home because I was sick for a week. Uh, good to spend a bit extra time with the kids. Yeah. But today I'm pretty excited. Um, at at our church at Glenorchy, we are starting a a weekly Bible study time and a weekly prayer time. Awesome. So if you are in the Hobart area and you have some some time today, feel free to come along at 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock. We have wow, one, one, hour, okay. one hour of prayer yeah. at one o'clock, uh, 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Yeah. And if you need someone to pray with you, then come along. And then at 1 o'clock and 7 o'clock, we have a one hour of Bible study time where we'll be looking at different topics over the coming weeks in the Bible. And... Yeah, it'll be a small group study, and anyone who wants to come along would be very welcome. So the prayer time is 12 o'clock and 6 o'clock, and the Bible study time is 1 o'clock and 7 o'clock on a Wednesday. And so where? what's the address for the Glenorchy Seventh-day Adventist Church? It's 518 Main Road. Awesome. Main Road, Glenorchy. Or is it Montrose? Montrose, right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we would encourage you to come along if you're listening in the Hobart area. Uh, it would be great to have you uh, join David and uh, some others there um, today and um, every week, is it? Every it's week. On. Yeah, yes. awesome. Well, David, uh, today we're going to um, be talking about connecting to the power source. It's such an important topic and... Uh, I'm looking forward to this discussion. We've got a free book offer today, and I'm going to give you the number up front. It's 0488880891. Now, when I say free book offer, I want you to answer a question in order to claim this book offer today. It is free, but you do have to answer a question, and uh, we'll give you that question a bit later. But 0488880891 is the number to uh, communicate us, uh, communicate with us on. You can also uh, send us questions. Maybe you've got a question about a topic. Uh, if there's something you'd like us to address or answer, we'd love to hear from you today. Perhaps uh, just tell us where you're listening from today. We'd also love to know that as well. So text us in and uh, it'll be great to hear from you. Now, uh, we've also got our Faith FM Australia app. That's a great way to listen to our programs. If you're in an area that the signal's not so good or if you're travelling along, the Faith FM Australia app you can use on your phone and also the Faith FM website. That's faithfm.com.au. And you can also listen to all of our past episodes if you want to go back and 
have a listen to those as well. But today it is a live program and it is the 19th of April. So uh, if you're listening today, this is a live program. I know some of our radio sites get our programs delayed the following day, but um, today it's Wednesday and we're going to be talking about this topic, Connect to the Power Source. But if you are listening to a delayed broadcast, you may still be able to claim the book offer as long as there's still some left. So do text us in anyway. Or still uh, text us in questions. We still monitor our messaging service, so we'd love to uh, hear from you. David, you've got a bit of a story, uh, well, sort of a, almost a parable, isn't it, to start us off this morning? Yeah, it's an illustration um, to try and highlight what we're going to talk about for the rest of today. So I want to share, yeah, the illustration is about a young man, and, or it could be a young lady, equally so. Um, they're excited they have come to the moment they have always dreamed about for years. They've got a brand new car. And they've always imagined themselves cruising down the highway, you know, into the sunset. And they've imagined how much better their life will be cruising along in this beautiful new car. So they've got the car. And every morning they go out, you know, they kick the tires, they check the, the oil, they check all the bits and pieces you need to do. Uh, they wash and polish the car to make sure it's sparkling and shiny. And every time they go out, they make sure it's completely filled up with petrol. And if it starts getting low, just in case they're enjoying their ride so much, they, they top up and they have extra petrol. After having the car for about a month, this, this person, um, they experience the many blessings that the car brings. But one day they forget to fill up with petrol. So they're halfway to where they are going and all of a sudden they run out of petrol and they're like oh no this is terrible this is like a tragedy what are we going to do so they're nowhere near a petrol station but the only thought in their mind is i've got to get to a petrol station so they do the natural thing and they or maybe not so natural but they go to the back of the car and they start pushing <laughs> and the only thought in their mind is i've got to get to the petrol station and fill this car up with fuel and sometimes pushing the car is easy because it's going on a downhill, downhill and sometimes yeah. it's uphill and it's a bit harder. But they push and they push with all their might and they're travelling. They're still using their car, but it's not bringing as much joy as it used to. Mm. It's, it's hard work most of the time. Eventually they get to the petrol station and they fill up with fuel and they jump back in their car and they cruise down the highway and they're like, ah, this is what life was meant to be like. And they're off into the sunset and everything's good. But then a couple of months later, after cruising around in their car, enjoying the, the purchase, they forget to fill up with fuel again one day. And so they thought, oh, last time I forgot to fill up with fuel, I just got out and I, I pushed. And to start with, the thought on their mind was, I've got to fill up with fuel. But they're pushing and, as I said before, sometimes there's some hard areas uphill, sometimes there's some down areas and it's a bit more cruisy. You know, eventually after a lot of pushing and struggling and puffing and panting, they get to the petrol station and they look at their watch and they're like, oh, this is not so bad. I don't think I've got time to fill up with fuel today. Mm. I'm just going to keep pushing because it's, it's not what I was originally, but I'm just going to keep going because I don't have time to fill up. Now, you're probably sitting there thinking, that's ridiculous. How could anyone ever stop to think I don't have time to fill up. I'm going to push. Well, I, I'm just... Oh, well, yeah, in terms of um, not filling up and pushing, that seems crazy, doesn't it? But sometimes we uh, certainly um, 
push the boundaries in terms of how much we think we can get out of our car and we do. And, and you know not not actually fill up when we've got the opportunity yeah mm. and sometimes we're looking for a better deal yeah or a cheaper deal that's right yeah so now i want to link this to our, our christian walk mm. and i think that sometimes this is like our christian walk you know you first come to jesus and you learn about his love for you and you experience the blessings that that he pours into your life and that relationship about knowing jesus and and all the things that that brings into your life. And, you know, there's nothing that will stop you from filling up every day, mm. from filling up the fuel, the, the fuel tank with Jesus, so to speak. And he is our strength. He is our source of power. He is the one that keeps us going because we just feel loved. We experience love and it's, it's part of who we are. But then sometimes we get a bit busy, right? And, you know... We'd never miss church because that's connecting with Jesus. We'd never miss our Bible study time. We'd never miss our prayer time because we're connecting with Jesus and it just makes such a difference in our life. But then life gets in the way sometimes mm-hmm. and things get busy and we're like, you know what? I'm just going to push myself around in my own strength today. I know God's my source of power. I know being filled with the Holy Spirit is my source of strength, but I just don't have time to fill up today. And so I'm just going to push myself around and, and I'll fill up tomorrow. Mm. And sometimes that happens to us. And if you guys are anything like me, when I've had those moments, life is not as filled with joy as it was when I was filled with the Holy Spirit. You you run out of energy. You run out of energy. (laughs) And you might still look the same on the outside, but you're going to wear out pretty soon. You're going to get tired. You're going to get in need of of something, Mm. something to change things up. And then I, I think about the verse that, that Jesus said to his disciples, you know, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Mm. And so Jesus knows we're going to get burdened and tired and stressed out and anxious when we're pushing ourselves around. And so he's pleading with us, come to me. I will give you the rest you need. I will, I will be your source of strength. Come to me and I will recharge your battery. I'll fill you with fuel mm. and I'll keep you going. Sometimes we forget to do that, don't we? Or we get we get so busy with life that uh, we don't spend the time. So we're going to talk about this uh, quite a bit more during our program today. We've got a question for you, and um, the first two people to respond to our question will get our book offer today. Our book offer is called Decisive Encounters by Roberto Badinus, and uh, it's a great book on on you know having. Uh, decisive encounters with jesus really isn't it so uh do text us in and our question is how do you best connect with god and uh, i've put a sub question here how do you refuel on your spiritual journey um do text us in zero four eight 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 zero eight nine one. this first song is nobody featuring matthew marr Christ has no hands now but yours Reaching down deep in the dirt Covered in the soil Aching from the work Christ has no hands now but yours Christ has no feet now but yours Marching for those who can't speak Calloused and worn Weary and weak Christ 
Just no feet now but yours And if your heart's breaking My heart's breaking too Cause if your heart's beating My heart's beating too Encounters on Faith FM, and today we're speaking with David Cherry on the topic of connecting to the power source. Now, we asked you a question, and this question, we've got uh, two books to give away today, um, just two copies. So we'd love you to answer our question today to get a book that is called Decisive Encounters by Roberto Badinas. And our question for you today is, how do you best connect with God? How do you refuel on your spiritual journey? Text us in on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. And there's no correct answer to this, by the way. You can answer 
however you feel you best connect with God. So do text us in. We're not uh, we're not looking for the correct answer here. <laughs> it's just your answer, so that you can share. You maybe your way of connecting with God can help somebody else. So we'd uh, love to hear from you today. Do text us in zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Now, David, we've been talking about this uh, concept of refueling and uh, um, connecting to the power source. We should go back and have a look at what Jesus said about this, I guess. Yeah, we always need to take special focus on what, what Jesus said, and to Jesus it was pretty important. You mm. know, as Christians, we, we know that God is our source of power and strength. But sometimes, as we said, we, we forget to plug in, we forget to connect. So I uh, just want to remind us of the importance of this. So just going to invite you, Jason, if you're, you're able, can you read for us um, John chapter 15 yeah, and verse 4 and 5, and we'll see what Jesus had to say. Yeah, and today I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So I love that verse. It's pretty amazing. It is. It's a promise that Jesus is making that if we remain in him like uh, branches connected to the vine, then we will produce fruit. Mm. So I don't know about you, but I sometimes try and produce my own fruit. Yeah. And yeah. I, I get in a situation where I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do this and I can show this kindness and this love and I can be this person that I want to be. And, and in my own strength, I try and do it with all my, my might. And and that's sort of the way of the, the world, isn't it? That's how we're taught. You know, everything is about our own achievements and yeah, what you, we do. And <laughs> You got this. Yeah. You yeah, can do this. Yeah. Just try hard and put the effort in. And, yeah. and, you know, I think that we can do that for a little bit. But after a little bit of time, we're going to get tired. Mm. Because it's the well, wrong source of power. Yeah, and, and, you know, there are certain things, I guess, in life that, you know, you have to put some effort into. You've got to put training and, you know, you've got to develop the skill. But this is sort of a, a different concept, isn't it? This is uh, this is spiritual fruit here. <laughs> it is, and mm. the, the fruit tree doesn't have to try to produce fruit. Mm. Because it is a fruit tree, it produces the fruit. Yeah, that's right. And so it's kind of a natural outworking of something that just happens because the roots are in the soil, mm. it's receiving water and fertilizer, and it just produces the fruit. Mm. And so Jesus is promising that if we are connected to him and he's our source of power, then the life that we want to live is going to be naturally reproduced out of us through his power and his strength and I want to suggest that we're not going to get tired and we're not going to run out of energy and get discouraged mm. because it's him doing the work in us and growing growing that fruit. So as long as we don't get severed from the vine, well, if you think we'll about, be okay. If you've, are you a gardener? I'm not. Look, no. I, I, I wish I was. <laughs> My wife's a bit more of a gardener than me. But we do have some fruit trees out the back here. Yeah. So you would have noticed, or she, your wife would have noticed, that if, you, if you're pruning and you prune a branch but you don't snip it all the way through and just bends down a little bit, for a couple of days, it's going to look like nothing's happened, nothing's changed. But eventually, what happens on the end of the branch? It starts to die. It starts yeah. to dry out and, yeah. and, and no fruit is ever going to get produced because it has no life-giving power mm. coming through to it. Mm. And so I want to suggest that our spiritual life is the same. Mm. If something happens to cut off that connection and that source of strength and power, our spiritual life will slowly begin to, to drop off and our fuel tank, so to speak, 
will will be lowered. So what is this spiritual fruit that we're talking about? That's a really good question. And so if we turn in our Bibles to Galatians chapter 5, we don't have to guess what the fruit is. Mm -hmm. And if you can read for us Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 and 23. It says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. There is no law against these things. What a beautiful list. Mm. Can you imagine what your life would look like if you had love at all times for all people? If you had complete joy no matter what was happening, Mm. complete peace, um, patience in every situation. Like, I want to be patient, but sometimes, you know, you just... It's hard to manufacture that patience if, if it's not innate. It's not naturally outflowing from, from God's strength in us. Mm. And so I found this, this passage when I was young in life. And in my brilliance, I thought, all I've got to do is manufacture this stuff in my life and my life's going to be great. Mm. You know. So you've just got to work hard at yes. having love and <laughs> yeah. work hard at having joy. <laughs> i just got to try harder, put more effort in, mm. and it's just going to happen. But you know what? I used to get discouraged mm. because I, I, I could do it for half an hour or an hour or half a day. But, you know, when the heat turns up mm. and you get put under pressure and things start happening, the natural me starts to come out. And the natural me isn't naturally loving or patient or filled with joy. And so I would get tired and I'd get discouraged because I wasn't achieving the results or the fruit that I wanted to achieve. But then I found another list. I'm a real list guy. Mm. I love ticking the list off and crossing it out. And Lists, lists make us feel productive if yes. we can tick a few things off. <laughs> yes. So I found this other list, which is right before the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So it's Galatians 5 and verse 19 through to 21. So if you can read that for us. Yeah, it says, uh, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful uh, pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah, just think about that list. Does that sound like an appealing list? Not so much. Not so much. You want to be angry and jealous and quarrelling and getting involved in envy and drunkenness, and it doesn't sound great. And on top of that, it says that you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm. And so me, in my my young, inexperienced brilliance, thought, hey, it's another list. If I can avoid this list... just got to get rid of those things. Get rid of that, and then... By doing what I can, mm. do the other list, mm. then everything's going to be okay. But you know what happens? You fail and get discouraged. I failed and got discouraged. And, mm. and on first look at that list, I'm like, yeah, none of that applies to me. I'm, I'm pretty good. But then I stopped and thought and I'm like, oh, actually, maybe those things are the real me when when the heat gets turned up and things come on. And, you know, Jesus talked about, you know, if you... If you lust after someone, mm. you've committed adultery. Because oh, look at that list. Oh, I didn't commit sexual immorality, mm. but oh, did I have any thoughts in my mind? Mm. Um, if you hate your brother, you're a murderer. And I'm like, oh, did I get angry? Like, and so Jesus' standard of things is a lot deeper than than what it appears on the surface. Mm. And so I was getting discouraged and, and upset because I couldn't do my two lists. And some of these things don't even sound that bad, do they? You know, like selfish ambition. Um, you know. 
doesn't sound that bad just to have, you know, ambition of things that you want for yourself. Yeah. But in fact, uh, I know there's another verse, uh, I think it's in James or something that, that says that wherever there is selfish ambition, there's trouble, there's quarreling, there's strife, you know, and uh, so mm. these sorts of things do lead to problems. Mm. Selfishness basically breaks down relationships. Yeah. Because yeah. if I'm selfish, I'm not putting into a relationship and relationships that are um, broken down or not in a good place because of selfishness uh, don't leave us in a happy, joyful joyful state. So you're exactly right. On the surface, they don't look that bad, but but God knew these things would bring us joy. Mm. So I'm, I'm here in my, my brilliance trying to tick off the, the, the checklist. And eventually I found out that this is not about the lists, mm. and that's a really bad way to look at it. And we'll talk talk more about that um, as we go on today. But before we get there, just want to think about the Apostle Paul. Mm. He was a guy that you know he seems like a super saint, right? He had all this persecution and trials, and he remained faithful to Jesus, and he just lived his life for God. He wrote a lot of the New Testament. Did he ever struggle with this stuff? It seems like he did. It does. Do you want to read us that verse? It's in Romans chapter 7. Yeah, uh, there's uh, verse 15 and 19. It says here, I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. And then in verse 19, I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. That sounds pretty familiar, doesn't it? It does, and that's my life. I've got this... I want to live this way. I want to be this person. But when I'm in my own strength, eventually I can't do that anymore because mm. I get tired. Mm. And when you get tired, the real you comes out. Mm. And But the good news is Jesus is promising us that if we are connected with him, it's his strength and we don't have to do it on, on our own. We're going to come back and keep talking about this, but uh, we asked you a question this morning. How do you best connect with God, and how do you refuel on your spiritual journey? We'd love to hear from you today, 0488-880-891. Text us in, and uh, you can claim a uh, free copy of our book, Decisive Encounters. We've just got two to give away today. So the first two in with an answer will get a copy of this book. Right now, we've got Broken Prayers by Taya Bella. I've been taught how to talk to you Hold it together, make the bad look better Say all the words that I'm supposed to Bow my head, say amen, yeah that'll do Making every dead end look like heaven Like being okay is the way to reach you But you're not afraid of things I feel So why am I afraid of being real? You want my tears Every messy word Every scar and every fear You want all I have With no holding back When I'm hurt At my worst You meet me there Cause you see the beauty
is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. You're listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM and today we're speaking with David Cherry and uh, we've been talking about how to connect to the power source and uh, what that really means and and uh, how it looks in our lives, I guess. Um, before the break, we asked you a question. How do you best connect with God? How do you refuel on your spiritual journey? Text us in zero four double eight And uh, the first two in to uh, give us an answer to this question today. In fact, it looks like um, we've got an answer, in fact. Margie has just texted us in and she said, I go to my garden to meet up with God among the trees, the flowers, the fresh air and the sunshine and my small dog. That's where I meet the Lord the most. Wow, that's beautiful, isn't it? It's a beautiful place, the garden. Out in nature. Yeah. yeah. You know, and Jesus got up early in the morning and he went for a walk. And I'm sure at times that was out in the nature as well. So beautiful. Thanks, Margie. And uh, that means we've got one book uh, left to give away. So do text us in your answer today uh, as to how you best connect with God. David, before the break, we were talking about these lists and... Um, you were saying that it's not about the list, so what is it about? Yeah, if we make it about the lists, I've got to do this, I can't do that, then we're going to get tired. Mm. And so I kept reading around this passage over and over, and then I found something that I'd missed all along, which which sounds crazy because it's right there in, in Galatians chapter 5, and it's right before the two lists. Mm-hmm. And this, I believe, is is the key. So if you want to read Galatians chapter 5, and verse 16 and 17. It says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so, you're not, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. So from those verses, to, to me, that's really clear, that it's not about me trying harder. It's not about me ticking off the lists. It's about who's the power source. Mm. And the power source is either the Holy Spirit or it's the flesh. Mm. That's, it's me in my own strength. And it's very clear there that when we are powered by the flesh, then those bad lists is naturally going to outflow out of our life at some stage. Mm. When we are powered by the Holy Spirit then the good fruit that we want to produce is naturally going to come out because it's God's fruit that he is producing in us. And I found that and it just blew me away and went, it's so simple. If I connect to God, if I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, if I have Jesus in my life, the good fruit's going to come. So do you think um, this is sort of a... Uh, an instant thing? Is it something that happens overnight? Is it something that, um, you know... It says here that we've, there's these two forces constantly fighting each other. Mm. After we have the Holy Spirit, does that mean we'll never have any of these other temptations or desires? Or? It's a great question. And, and the answer is I think that we 
whatever we're living on this earth, we are always going to be living in a fleshly body. Mm. And so those temptations and desires and those other things are always going to come back out. And so they're constantly going to be butting heads together mm. and knocking about which one's going to win. So the question is, in my life, which one is going to win? And and which one, it says here, let the Holy Spirit guide your life. So which yeah. one are we allowing yes. to control ourselves? So it's every day for the rest of our life, it's, it's a choice that we have. Mm. We can either be filled with God's power, we can be filled with the Holy Spirit, or we can just do it in our own strength. Mm. And so it's a daily choice which we will have for the rest of our life. But the good news is... You know, this this is a it's a journey. It's a process. It's not an event. Mm. It has to start somewhere, but it's a journey or a process. And I've found in my life, the more that I've connected with God, the more that I've been filled with the Spirit. Um, and even though I have days where I forget to do that or I get too busy to do that, which is really bad, but sometimes it happens. Mm. Um, I remember what life was like when I was connected, and the more that I'm like that, the more it brings me back to go, no, no, I don't want to be like this. It's almost a bit like, you know, you've got to try it. You've got to try it. You've got to experience it. And once you've experienced it, that's going to stay in your memory. And and so then if you miss it, if you don't do it, do you know what I'm saying? That's a really good way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and you you know that it's beneficial. Yeah. And so then there's some sort of motivation to reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. And if we look at it like this, that it's not about the lists, it's about relationship. That's right. Mm. And if it's about relationship, you know, we all know what it's like to be in in a relationship that, that is positive and good, whether it's a parent or a sibling or a spouse or a friend. Having a good relationship is is really great for us. Mm. And so if we have this relationship with Jesus, we're going to have experienced that blessing that it comes mm. And we're going to want it more and more and more, which mm. is which is a positive thing. Mm. Want to have a look now at some verses in in Romans because it also talks about this battle between the flesh and the spirit. Mm. It's a constant theme throughout Paul's writings. Firstly, let's start off with some good news in verse one. It says so. Now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. So that was Romans chapter eight and mm. verse one. I, I love that. There is no condemnation when we're in relationship with Christ Jesus. Mm. So even though um, I've experienced in the past that bad list coming out, once I come back to Jesus, he doesn't condemn me. Mm. He's forgiven me and Mm. he's transforming me and I don't need to experience that condemnation, which I don't know about you, but for me that's a real blessing. Mm. Absolutely. And then we come down to some some more of the the headbutting between the two. If you want to read verse 5... It says, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So again, it's all about where is our source of strength? Where's our source of power? Are we putting positive things into our life through through God's Word, mm. through um, connecting with God, or are we putting other things that are not connected to God into our life? Because if we are, then that's going to start the sinful nature thinking. Mm. Now, I'm going to read verse um, verse 8. It says, that's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. So if we have a relationship with God, that's going to make me sad, right? Yeah. Because um, we don't want to not please someone that we love. And it, it's a natural thing. If you're in a uh, relationship, whether it be a friendship or a, a spouse, you don't want to set out to hurt them, do you? You don't want to uh, no. set out to make them unhappy. <laughs> yeah, you never would. No. And it all comes down to love. And mm. last time I was here, we talked about um, we're going to be most pa- most passionate about God 
if we have a love connection with him mm. and we've experienced his love. Mm. And I think that's relevant for us today as well. Yeah. If you want to just read verse 9 as well. But uh, you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. So in, in verse 9, that's another promise. Yeah. You're not controlled by your sinful nature. You're controlled by the Spirit if he's living in you. Mm. So again, if we've gone to, to God and we've asked to be filled up with his power and strength and we've surrendered our life to him, then we're not going to be controlled by that sinful nature. Mm. Not because we're trying harder, but because it's his power and his strength and the relationship that we have with him, which is leading us on our journey to to become closer to him. Mm. One of my one of my favorite verses in in this this passage. If you want to read verse twelve through to fourteen, I really love this. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if you through the sorry, but if through the Holy Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God. Are children of God. What a beautiful promise! Mm. If if we are controlled and powered in our life by the Holy Spirit, it's it's God working in us. Then we are children of God. And if we are children, what does that make us? There's another verse in the Bible that says we become heirs. Mm. What are we heirs of? God's kingdom. And so I don't know about you, but being a child of God is something that I want to be. Because he is a loving father, and he wants me to be part of his family, and that just gives me so much value. And so much joy and and peace. Um, I also like verse 12, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges to do. So, yes, we have the sinful nature in our life, which is constantly battling against the Holy Spirit. But the Bible is promising us that we don't have to choose that path. Mm. If we choose Jesus, he will help us to overcome that path. And that that gives me confidence and courage to know that, that it can be done. Through God's power. Mm. One final thing on on that thought is sometimes we get pretty discouraged, like I used to do when I failed. What I would say is, don't get discouraged, don't give up, just go back to Jesus. Yeah. So, so it's hard not to get discouraged, yes. but it's it's about returning to Jesus, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that's that's something that I've realised in my life. It's it's so easy to think that when we've failed, that God doesn't want us anymore. Yeah. But it's the time that we fail that we need him most. <laughs> and he's, he's there it? waiting with loving and he's arms. Waiting. He's waiting and for us to, to turn back to him. And yeah. he, a short example of that is the prodigal son. Mm. You know, he, mm. he blew it with his dad. He, he ran away from home, didn't want anything to do with his father. Mm. But as soon as he made that first step mm. to come back to the father, mm. the father just doesn't make him come back and beg. Mm. The father runs to him mm. with arms open wide. So it's, that's the message is, is to always go back to God, uh, even if we're feeling discouraged. So We had uh, Sarah text in as well. She says, uh, praying, Jesus, I give you this day. Jesus, allow my heart to listen to your voice. Allow me to hear with all my heart what your plans are for me every moment I'm alive. That's a beautiful prayer, Sarah. It is Thank, a beautiful prayer, yes. Thanks for testing that in, and that's so relevant to our discussion today. So I hope uh, these suggestions help some other people, other listeners as well. 
Um, we've got our book offer, uh, which have now been claimed by these two beautiful people of Texas Inn. So we don't have any copies left, but uh, thank you for answering that uh, today. So right now we're going to go to our third song, and this is More of You by Trevor Thomas Thompson. <laughs>
listening to Tassie Encounters on Faith FM. And today we're finishing up our program called Connecting to the Power Source with David Cherry. And uh, we've had two uh, lovely people text us in our answer to our questions today. We only had two books to give away today. The book offer was Decisive Encounters. So Sarah and Margie, thanks for texting us in and uh, hopefully you'll receive your books in the coming weeks. Now, David, as we're finishing up our program today, what sort of things should we consider to wrap up, you know, to, I guess, consolidate what we've been talking about today? I guess the question that that I ask myself is, how do I know if I'm connected to the power source? Mm. Or how do I know if I'm pushing myself around in my own strength? Because, Mm. you know, the heart is deceitful above all things, the Bible says. So how do I actually know? And so there's four questions that that I, I try to ask myself to know if I'm connected to the power source. And the first one is, am I experiencing the fruit of the Spirit in my life on a daily basis? So do I genuinely have love for people? Do I genuinely genuinely experience peace and joy no matter what's happening? Am I, am I usually kind and patient and self-controlled? And I guess if I'm not those things, then I'm maybe not connected to the power source. And again, I'd, I'd say again, don't get discouraged, don't give up if, if the answer is no. On that, go back to Jesus, connect to that power source, <laughs> and, and he won't turn you away. That's a promise. Mm. The second question I ask is ask myself is, how do I act when times are tough because it's easy when everything's going okay to have that connection with Jesus but sometimes things get tough and it gets a bit harder an example of that is is the disciple Peter mm. Jesus I will die for you I will never forsake you and then a few hours later the the temperatures turned up yeah I don't know him <laughs> I don't know him he yeah. runs away and denies so mm. how do I act in tough times Mm-hmm. And if the answer is, as soon as times get tough, the fruit goes out the door, then maybe I've reverted back to my own strength mm. and I'm pushing myself around, mm. not filled with the Holy Spirit. The third question I ask myself is, how do I act when I think no one else can see me? Because mm. it's, it's okay to put on a front and for people to, oh, yeah, you know, that's, David's always kind or loving or filled with happiness and joy. But how am I? when no one else can see me. That's that's mm. the fruit. You know, the leaves are what I look like to everyone else. Mm. The fruit is what my family sees at home. Mm. Or when I think no one else is around, that's that's fruit. Mm. It's so easy, isn't it, isn't it to be uh, nice to people when, when we're in public? Yes. But then you go home and complain. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's the real test of fruit yeah. for me. Mm. Um, so the, the three questions, am I experiencing the fruit of the Spirit? How do I act during tough times? And how do I act when, when I think people can't see? Mm. And the last one is, am I overcoming sinful habits and practices in my life? Mm. And I just want, want to ask you if you'll read a verse. I love this verse. It gives me hope. Mm. It says, uh, this is Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person, the old life is gone, a new life has begun. Yeah, I love that because when we're connected to Jesus, when we're filled with the power source, our life will be different, and that's mm. a promise. Mm. And so while I may not be a perfect person, I will begin overcoming those temptations through God's power and God's strength, and my life will start looking to be different. Mm. Yeah. So I've got some questions, um, or a question, David, that perhaps we can just talk about as we finish up, is that so... We've learned about the importance of connecting, but how do we do it? What's some practical tips that we can use to actually 
do that connection. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess the obvious ones is to be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. He says the Bible tells us he got up before daybreak mm. and he went out to pray, to mm. connect with his father. But sometimes that's not so easy. We don't have the motivation. Mm. So you were sharing something before about what you do. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I've learned this somewhere um, uh, at some meeting that I went to that uh, somebody suggested a good tip is that as we're going to sleep is to actually pray and uh, ask God to give us the motivation to spend time with him the next morning and uh, in particular to wake us up early. <laughs> and, you know, I've tried this and it works. It's yeah. amazing how half an hour earlier I wake up if I pray that prayer as I'm going to sleep in the evening to say, God, wake me up early, give me the motivation to get up and spend time with you, uh, reading your word in prayer and uh, doing that that personal devotion and you know it reminds me of the passage in luke chapter 11 uh, where jesus is teaching his disciples to pray and uh, he he talks about this uh, this verse that says ask and keep on asking and knock mm-hmm. and keep on knocking and it sounds like we just need to be persistent in our prayer but i love the way that particular passage and that version of that uh, story ends with the verse that says so it is with the holy spirit that if we ask for it that god will give that to us and so i think Mm. it's it's so important isn't it that daily we have to go to god and ask him for the holy spirit offer ourselves as uh um sarah said offer ourselves to him you know for this day god today is yours i am yours today uh, fill me with the Holy Spirit, and I think that's that's really the key, isn't it? Spend time with Him in prayer, in the Word. It's definitely a daily thing. It's got to be. It's got to be daily um, asking, and it's a promise. If you ask for the Holy Spirit, you will receive. And then in the Word, don't just read the Word, but ask yourself the questions: What does this teach me about Jesus? Mm. How does this improve my relationship with Jesus? And just spend time asking yourself how how it's studying the word is actually helping that develop that relationship mm. we've got a couple of minutes left so um uh, i think my timer was actually incorrect here but um <clears throat> have you got any tips for reading the word you know into how we can get the best out of when we spend time in the word because some people say oh it's boring reading reading the word yeah. how do we how do we make it something that we can really benefit from that we can um nourish ourselves from the word I guess if we take the attitude that this is a love letter from God to me and this passage that I'm reading today is God's message to me. Mm. And if we ask ourselves that question, I think it makes it more impactful and more meaningful. And so instead of trying to read a whole chapter, I'll try and take one verse Mm. or four or five verses in a a story Mm. and go line by line and say, ask myself these questions. What is this teaching me about Jesus? What is this teaching me about my relationship with him? What can I apply in my life today from what I'm reading and actually make it practical and say, how is this going to help me in my life today? And then I also like to ask the question, what could I share with someone from what I'm reading today? Mm. Like, how has it touched me so that I could then share it with someone else? And that makes it super practical. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful because that's. That's something that uh, Jesus asked us to do, isn't it? As as he ascended, as he left, he asked us to share it with others. Well, our life is supposed mm. to be a light to mm. those around us, mm. to not for our own glory, mm. but to give glory to God. Mm. Absolutely. 
Well, that's a great topic. I thank you for coming in today. I thank you, listeners, for connecting with us today and sharing your thoughts. I hope those things have been beneficial to many others who are listening today. And uh, thank you, David, particularly for coming in and um, helping out when David Leo has been away. Now, um, we've got uh, tomorrow, we've got David Maxwell and Carmelina back on air. They're talking about an eternal solution. Sounds intriguing. Mm, very interesting. So uh, do tune in for that. And, uh, of course, um, David, wh- where are you uh, speaking next in, uh, in around southern Tasmania, I assume? Oh, this coming mm. weekend I'll be at Margate Seven-Day Adventist Church. Okay. And I'm starting a brand-new series. Awesome. Um, um, are you ready for Jesus to come? Okay. Well, that'll be great. Um, if you're around in uh, southern Tasmania in Margate, do join David at Margate. Now, this is uh, Look to Jesus by Phil Wickham. Pray that uh, you experience Jesus today. Death looks like an empty grave. Fear looks like a giant slave. Trials look like gifts of grace. When I look to Jesus. Failure's bout of victory Sin has lost its hold on me Endless love is all I see When I look to Jesus How my heart leaves How my soul sings Christ and